This is the Internship Show, where we interview heads of internship programs from the top companies in the world to learn more about what it means to be an intern for their company and how to get hired. Today, I'll be talking with Andres Traslavina, who serves as the Executive Director of Global Recruiting at Whole Foods Market. His recruiting approach is based on helping candidates discover their strengths so employers can find and select top performers based on their talents and cultural fit. You may do most of your shopping at Whole Foods Market, but you also may not know that behind the scenes, there are 100 best companies to work for and have a culture that breeds success of their employees. Andres, thanks for taking the time today. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. So for all of our listeners, could you introduce yourself as well as your role at Whole Foods Market? Yes. So I'm Andres Traslavina, and I lead the executive recruiting team at Whole Foods Market. Uh, We have a team of recruiters at the Global Support Office who report into our VP of Talent Acquisition, and I'm part of, of that team. Uh, we also have a team out in the field uh, that support the stores. I've been with Whole Foods Market for about six and a half years, and I'm still in love. And so could you explain a little bit more about Whole Foods Market? Because many of our listeners may not know about the corporate side of the company. Yeah, yeah, great. So it was a company that started back in 1980 uh, with one store and 19 team members. Our founder, John Mackey, wanted to you know, create a place in the industry to serve the highest quality natural and organic foods. And we pioneered the industry, right? Back in 1980, we went through a lot of struggles and we started here in Austin, Texas, where I am today. And Today, we have more than 505 stores over three different countries, Canada, the UK, and the the United States. We have uh, more than 90,000 team members. And as you know, about three years ago, we were acquired by a little company called Amazon. Certainly. So what is the culture like at Whole Foods Market? Yeah, it's an interesting question because Culture really depends on, on many things, right? And as large as we are, every team has, I, I feel, its own unique culture, right? Uh, every region has a very unique flavor. Every store has uh, a unique uh, sense for, for who they serve. You know, we're very big into so- supporting local, local vendors, local partners. Um, but I, what, I can, what I can tell you is that we are all driven by the same mission, which is to nourish people on the planet, right? To, when you wake up every day thinking that you are helping the world become healthier, uh, it's something that, that unites you. I, I feel also that we like the people that we work with, right? We are very like-minded and everybody probably has unique interests, different interests, but uh, there is something about Whole Foods Market that appeals to team members, and it might be different, but it connects us uh, because they're all initiatives that are supported by the company. And I'll give you some examples. We have three foundations. One of them supports uh, providing school lunches to kids. It's our Whole Kids Foundation. Whole Planet Foundation partners with microcredit institutions to provide loans to communities that are you know, in poverty. And we have a foundation called the Whole Cities Foundation that allows to, you know, um, build Whole Foods Market in places where otherwise it would be really hard to have access to healthy food. And then you have the culture of 
you know, animal welfare and sustainable seafood and the best produce and flowers. So it's just, it, it, it's, a, it's a grocery store with, with a lot of heart, but, but first and foremost, with, with providing the, the highest quality products out there, which is what makes Whole Food Market unique, right? And you have a pretty extensive background and experience in recruiting in the talent space. So could you go into what is your background in the space altogether? Yeah, I started recruiting right, right after college. That was my first job out of, out of college. I will talk a little bit about my, my internship too, because I think it's, it's valuable. But uh, yeah, I started recruiting for the University of Nebraska, where I went to school, uh, taking the school's uh, taking the university out to high schools, trying to persuade kids to come to this to to the university, and I did that for about six years. Then I I worked for a consulting company, and this consulting company focused on building assessments, leadership assessments for recruiting. So I had the opportunity to travel around the world, working with world class companies, working with world class leaders and helping them select the best talent. Uh, I, I, I very, I'm very fortunate to have had this experience because uh, talent assessments and structure interviews is, is a piece that I feel makes every selection process uh, objective better as long as you use the right tools. Um, but it was, it was fun because we, we, we worked with a lot of hotel chains. The Ritz-Carlton was one of our clients. So we would go on you know, stay at the Ritz-Carlton for three days and, and usually in very exotic places. Uh, we worked with some really large um, health systems. There were clients like Mercedes-Benz. So the, the, I'm sharing this because the knowledge and the learnings that you get from speaking with leaders at these various companies, you know, built a foundation for, for me that, um, that, instilled that desire to work for the best in the industry, right? Um, but as I was doing consulting and traveling and, you know, flying first class and staying at these fancy hotels, I, I felt very unhappy, right? I think I was getting away from my family, from my friends. You become closer to your clients, actually, right? And one day I walked into this grocery store in Omaha, Nebraska, in 2004, where they had opened up for a uh, Whole Foods Market. And I walked into the store and I just felt this vibe. It was weird because just you feel like this is spiritual connection with people, with the food, with the flavors. And I grew up in Colombia, right? Where food is really important. Mom is always someone that promoted food as a way to unite people. So it was an instant moment that I felt that I wanted to become a part of Whole Foods. That, that was back in 2004, right? So I made it a point back then to come to work for Whole Foods Market because I wanted to be happy, right? And in 2010, my wife and I moved to Austin. I didn't have a job at Whole Foods Market, but I knew if I, if I moved to Austin, my, my chances would increase since the head, headquarters were here. Um, my wife uh, taught at, at the University of Nebraska, so UT, UT Texas actually was a, probably a logical place for maybe find something. And after that, I joined with a startup company based in Austin 
that helped students connect with employers. It was, it was um, a, a tech company basically that offered services like LinkedIn, but for uh, students. I am very passionate about higher education. I'm very passionate about helping students. So that was a cool project. And the company was bought by Blackboard. And the day when Blackboard bought the company, I went into the Whole Foods Market website and there it was the first job ever incorporated to, you know, to be a corporate recruiter. And after that, you know, I applied and ever since I've been with Whole Foods Market, we, I started the team with a team of one, right? And within the last six years, the team at corporate is, is, is now larger. We have about 22 team members from different functions, uh, but it's been really fun to, to, to be a part of, of something that started with, with a team of one, right? Certainly. And from your 20 plus years experience in the industry, what are some key lessons that you have learned that you could share with, with our students? Yeah. So I, I feel that sometimes we run away, away from failures, right? We, we try to protect ourselves and take really firm steps and shine and prepared. But I think failing it's, it's one of the best things that will teach anyone, you know, how to be prepared for the next thing. I think failure is just a part of life and, and taking risks, right? Especially when you are young, when you, you know, don't have, you know, a family to support, when you can travel the world and do things from a remote place. It's taking some, some risks because their reward will will be much bigger when you can take those lessons and 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 talk about those failures so uh, don't overthink it and 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 jump in the water head first right also i also think that focusing on on your strengths focusing on what makes you happy what 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 it's natural to you it's important right i mean sometimes you go into careers that may not be aligned with your passion for whatever reason. And, and it's, it's fine to, to complete a degree on a, on a certain field, but you should be asking yourself that question every day. What am I the best at and what am I passionate about? And find a way to change that. You know, there are companies, small, big, um, places, leaders that will have something that would align, align with your, with your passion. Uh, don't sacrifice, right. Doing what you love and, and what you're the best at because, because you want to fit into a role. I think right recruiting is when you shape the role based on someone's strengths and talents, right? Um, one of the other lessons that I'd, I'd say it's important it's, you know, less is more. I think when, when you accumulate too, too, many, too many material things, right? Especially when you have abundance of things that are just things, uh, that actually clutters the space that you'll have to think about what makes a person happy, which at the end of the day is being a part of something bigger than yourself, being with people that you love, and having finding meaning, right, in, in the work that we do every day. And those things, you can't buy those things. Um, 
So I'll, I'll just leave that and maybe we can touch on, on, on some, of, some other lessons as we go along. Certainly. And so for, for students out there listening, and, and as you mentioned, their life may be cluttered with so many different career paths that they're thinking about doing. And, and, and an internship is a great way for them to figure out what they do want to do or they don't want to do and they aren't a right fit for, even if they think that they want to do that. I, I, I could not agree with that more. It's okay to explore roles and and coming to that conclusion, knowing what you don't want to do again, is as important as, as understanding, you know, what is what really brings you that happiness and passion. And, and that, I bring that back to our conversation about risk, right? If you're doing an internship, take some risk and ask to meet with the CEO for 15 minutes. Put up a big, bold idea. I remember when I was doing my internship at Disney, I... I told our area manager, his name was Marvin, that I wanted to lead the creation of a mission statement for the Magic Kingdom in guest relations. Here's, you know, here was like 20 talking to one of the companies that does mission statements and values. And, but, and, you know, he was the right leader, you know, as an intern, they will, they will take a chance on you. And, and maybe sometimes you can offer ideas and thoughts that maybe senior leaders won't offer, right? So I remember going through the exercise and that was valuable for me because when you interview for bigger jobs, right? What we look for recruiters and hiring managers is a specific examples. I don't care if you went to Harvard or if you had a 3.5 GPA or if you went to Nebraska or if you're tall or if you, you know, if your dad is the president of XYZ company, I care about what you did. Tell me what you did, when you did it, and what results did you achieve? Even if it's a failure, sometimes even better. And tell me what you learned, right? So as an intern, you have to find opportunities to take on projects. And if they're not assigned to you, well, you, you present them. And what can they tell you? No, that's fine. You know, and Sometimes you may take the risk of, 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 you know, somebody getting really upset and what can they do? I mean, fire you. <laughs> I think that it's the time that you have to explore, take risk, learn. Uh, and those experiences will translate into, into understanding how to interview well for that company that, that you're chasing on, or maybe the, the company that you want to create yourself, right? What advice would you give to students who are looking to differentiate themselves in the application or recruitment process when interviewing with, with companies? Yeah, great question. There's a book called The Purple Cow. Have you read it? It's a book, it's a marketing book by Seth Godin. He's one of the marketing subject matter experts. And The Purple Cow talks about creating an amazing product. You see, when you have an amazing product, you don't have to sell it too much. People want to buy it, right? When you have an iPhone, uh, people want to buy the iPhone because it's amazing. We have a place here in Austin called uh, Franklin's Barbecue, and they don't advertise. And guess what? There are lines of people waiting to uh, getting to Frankfurt, you have to make a line at 6, 6 a.m. My point is that 
when you have a great product and you work on creating a great product, selling it is the easy part. So as, an, as someone getting prepared for a career, work on your product, work on your skill set, take a class, go into Coursera, go into a, uni a university that's offering you know, a free class, um, volunteer, and, and, and that's your product, right? Learn something new, apply that knowledge, and then you can work on, you know, translate it that into, into a resume. And I think it's important to, you know, know how to put together a resume and, you know, work on your LinkedIn profile, but without the content and the product, those things are not going to make you the best candidate for the role. If you, if you are passionate about a company, like I was for Whole Foods Market, be obsessed, like become obsessed with the company, learn about the company, go on YouTube and, and learn about the company, go to the, to, the, to the company and talk to leaders, stand in front of the door and see if somebody walks out and ask them about their experience, right? Um, now, there are things that will help you kind of get your foot in the door by having, you know, a resume that speaks about not just your ability to, to lead well, your customer service, ability to adapt. People will say that all the time. I mean, those are cliche sentences. Talk about specific things that apply to you, right? Keep your resume to one page and, and obviously work on your collateral out there. If you, if you have a LinkedIn profile, that's fine, but you can have a, um, you know, a portfolio if, if you're into you know, graphic design or you can have an about me page. I mean, work on that collateral and your personal brand, right? When I Google your name, Parker, I better come up with results that show me like something that you did or a conference that you spoke at or a volunteer services that um, you were a part of. If you Google my name, and I'll ask you to do that after this, you'll see the, the things that will come up because I have worked really hard to be known as that, right? So, uh, and be very careful with what you post out there on Instagram, Facebook, um, what, what else, TikTok, and all the other things that you guys use. So, because all of that is part of your per personal brand. Um, yeah. Students are always preparing for interviews when they're going into an internship or a full-time position. What are some of the best questions that the students can ask yeah. while they're in an interview? Yeah. I, I, I think that's a great question and it depends on the company, right? And I think if you, if you follow the traditional way of getting prepared for an interview, you may find some answers and, and, and those are maybe different than what I would say are the right way to present yourself. At least when you, when you talk about coming to Whole Food Market. One of my favorite questions is, Parker, what are your top three strengths? What are your top three leadership attributes, right? You have to be succinct. You better know them really well. Do an assessment, do a Myers-Briggs, do a strength finder, do something that will help you understand what are your strengths. Ask your mom, your mom will tell you, right? But I also ask, now let's turn it around. What are, what are top two areas of opportunity? What are your top two areas of improvement, right? You better know that really well as well. You better be self-aware. It's okay to, 
an interview, see, the objective of an interview is to bring the whole self of a person. An interview is just one data point in the history of the person's thought, feelings, and behaviors. You could have a bad day. You could interview really well. You can have the great answer. So uh, an interview for me is a way for, for us to connect authentically and the, the, the most genuine and, and authentic interviews are those where, when people are very less scripted and less guarded, right? And they can talk about failures very openly and they can talk about their weaknesses. Um, so those are two questions. So uh, my other favorite question is, you know, why Whole Foods Market? And many other companies will ask, oh, why Apple? Why Ritz-Carlton? And that's important because if you've done some research on the company and if you are passionate about the company, it will show in the answer, right? And if you haven't, if you're just applying for a job, it will also show in the answer. And I use the analogy of the difference between a job, a career, and a calling, right? Finding your calling, it's a journey. It took me, you know, 14 years to get to Whole Foods, but I can I can feel that it's it's a calling. I don't feel the difference between going to the office on a Sunday. I mean, I go to the store almost every day. And it feels like the purpose of my job is what drives me to do the work. I don't look for Fridays as a way to be like, oh my God, thank God it's Friday, right? And my motivation is not the paycheck. Is it important? Of course it is, but that's not what drives me. A job, it's different. A job, you you will look for Fridays as the, you know, as the as the time when you're like, oh my God, thank God it's Friday. Your motivation is your paycheck. And you do it because it feels like a chore, right? It's okay to have jobs. I had jobs that felt that way. I started my first job was cleaning uh, carpets and throwing trash bags in the university. Um, so it's it's okay to have those, but you should strive to find your calling. And a career, which is something that a lot of companies offer, you know, they they have different ways of motivating people, right? Promotions and you know more money, more salary, but when when you have that as a motivator, other things come into place, right? You may throw your partner under the bus. Uh, you might want to get promoted yourself. Um, so I say this because the, the question about why the company, why Whole Foods Market, is what's going to tell me if you're actually looking for a simple job, a step in your career, or if you're actually looking for that place that you can be actualized and, and fulfill your calling. Some students may be fortunate enough where they have a variety of different opportunities to work with different companies, but they don't know how to decide. What would you say a student should consider when deciding what company to go and in, in intern with or go and work with in the recruitment process? Yeah, so I think at this stage, I feel that your opportunity to learn and the open doors that you have at that company to learn something new is something that you need to be teasing now, right? Uh, what projects, what opportunities would you provide me to learn something new, right? Uh, you need to interview your hiring manager or the team or someone that's gonna be working with you closely because that person should should become a mentor to you. And the, the way you interview this person and the way you connect with this person as a mentor-mentee type of relationship, it's gonna 
tell you, you know, I, I could actually learn a lot from this person. Um, so those are, those are kind of basic things. Now, again, you know, you, you have all your life in front of you and you can, you can test the waters. You can work. I mean, working for a startup company, I think it's, it's an awesome experience. I did it and it was hard, like, but it teaches you things that you won't get to experience at a, at a big corporation. But I can tell you that some of the best things that I have brought to Whole Foods Market are because I worked in a startup environment, right? I basically um, acted as an entrepreneur at a big company, right? And, and, you know, the consulting experience as well, working with multiple clients, working with multiple leaders, because that, that gives you a toolbox of things, right? What worked for Mercedes-Benz and the Ritz-Carlton and Florida Hospital, it's something that I have here and I can bring those tools as I work for, for you know, my, my current endeavor. So it's having different types of experiences, but never compromise on, on working for someone that it's rooted into the right values, right? And, and you need to be treated with respect. You know, an internship is not something, it's not, you know, a way for you to bring somebody coffee or make copies or just sit on, you know, or, or be an intern so the company can say that they have an internship program. No, I mean, they, you need to be challenged and look for leaders that are asking those questions and the companies that do a good job selecting you or making that selection process a little bit harder, I think that's a good sign for, for you to know that the company is actually investing in hiring interns that will uh, in turn, you know, learn a lot and provide a lot of great uh, resources for the company. And I have to say that, you know, Disney, the, the experiences that I had there, and they run one of the best colleges, college programs in, in the nation, for sure. We've learned so much today about how students can go through the selection process and strengths that they should find and why they should utilize themselves and, and build their own product because they are a product and an asset to, to companies, Andres. Is there anything else that we haven't hit on that you would want to share or leave with our listeners out there? Out there? Yes, um, it, it may, so this is something that happens frequently because the recruiting industry is in some ways broken, right? Have some empathy for, for recruiters, have some empathy for what happens behind the scene. And I'm not excusing anyone out there not doing their jobs, right? But let's talk a little bit about volume and let's talk about your urgencies and your sense for wanting to hear back from someone and our needs, right? So when you have hundreds of applicants for one requisition, you have to have ways to narrow down that pool. You know, I have goals, I have deadlines, I have to close a role within 45 days. So you may not get a call back from me giving you feedback as to why I didn't hire you, even though you think you're the best person for the role, because one, I may have somebody that has, you know, better qualifications. Uh, two, I have someone that is an internal candidate and, you know, has better qualifications. And three, because I can't. Sometimes you have to leave feedback in a way that's very general, right? There are so many liabilities that come with 
providing feedback sometimes that it protects them, it protects the company. And unfortunately, yeah, the, the email that you get seems pretty standard, um, but that's what companies need to do to, to protect themselves. Is there a way to, to get feedback in, in, in other ways? Sure, I mean, you can request to have an inform, uh, in, informal interview, right? With a recruiter, you can, you can request to talk to maybe someone that works at that team. And through that process, you'll learn how to showcase yourself better and how to maybe interview or apply for jobs that are more relevant to your background, right? Um, we, we received last year, you know, more than 1.5 million applicants. We don't hire 1 million people. You know, we have about 50,000 jobs between part-time and full-time. So um, there is a struggle on our side and we need to obviously get better at, at that, right? In narrowing down using tools to get to the best qualified applicants. My point is don't just post and pray, right? Don't just expect that because you have a great resume that someone is gonna call you and give you a job. Work for it, follow up. If I don't follow up with you within a week, uh, well, find me on LinkedIn. So use the right channels other than just email, right? Find my phone number, call me just as you did, Parker, right? And and if you're persistent enough because you want to work at that company or because you want to connect with, with a leader, um, you will get that, that chance. You know, I, I always will respond to, to someone that's really persistent. But if you don't hear back, that also tells you something, right? Maybe you don't want to work at that company. Maybe that gives you some signs of why you should not be exploring that leader or, or that company. Um, Again, you know, I also I also think that sacrificing fun, family, health, happiness for a job and something that you believe is going to make you happy, um, it's it's probably the the wrong approach. You can find work life harmony, right? You can have all of those things, but put those things first, right? Lead with that. Um, what else? I think, yeah, I, I, I'm just very excited to you know, have shared this with, with you, Parker. You have an audience that I, I don't have. And if something that I've said will help one person, uh, I think we, we did our jobs, but I commend you for what you're doing because you're trying to help uh, you know, our, best, our best leaders. I'm gonna report to one of you guys one day and we depend on you. You bring you know, skills, tools, talents that, that we don't have. So it's, a, it's an awesome generation that's gonna be uh, taking on, on this next leadership roles that we have open at Whole Foods Market and many other companies. Andres, thanks so much for taking the time today and sharing such awesome information with our listeners. Awesome, Parker. Thanks so much. Have a great Friday and a great weekend, okay? Thanks again to Andres from Whole Foods Market for coming on and sharing his advice to college students trying to successfully navigate the internship search process and why authenticity and hard work are key traits of successful individuals. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to give us a rating or review about the show. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. This episode was brought to you by Scholars. Scholars matches college students and employers for internships and entry-level jobs based on skills, experiences, and interests. Be sure to tune into the next episode of the Internship Show and have a great day.